0: This beautiful place, uh, we're in Spain, on our one of our annual business development and well-being trips, I would call it. And Yesterday morning, uh, we woke up in the apartment, the Airbnb apartment that you organized, and you were going for a run. And I thought, oh yeah, I'll also go for a run. We had very different approaches to this run. Do you want to say a bit more?
1: Well, first of all, I ran with somebody else and you ran alone but that's probably not what you're talking about here. No. So, okay. So the guy I ran with is even more extreme in what I'm going to talk about now, which is if you are running to like him, he's doing the Valencia marathon in a few weeks. And so he has a training program and that training program tells him he needs to run 14 kilometers at a certain speed, at a certain heart rate and we were, we were actually going in a slide in a tiny little side street, just because he otherwise it wouldn't be 14k. And I should say he knows, he does his run all the time. This is his local run, and for me, I've never been here before. So anyway, so I also measure my heart rate. I have a rough idea how long I'm going to run, but I'm not really that structured as he is because I'm not training for anything. I do set off at a. I'm going to run at a certain type of speed. So it's zone two or zone three or zone four. Uh, And did I say I keep keep a close eye at my heart rate when I'm running? Now, how do you run?
0: So this time I I took some questions on my run. So I had certain things I wanted to just have with me on my run to see what would happen. Normally I would have music on, but my AirPods were off, so I didn't. And... um, and then i kind of think roughly how how you know more where i'm running rather than how far i have no no idea of my my speed or my heart rate i don't know what would measure my heart rate anyway i don't have any device on me um yeah
1: so let's ask let me ask you this question what's the point why do we run you or me we, people, human beings, why do we run? What are the Oh, you reasons? mean
0: the, the, why do we exercise?
1: Is no, the why do we no? run? Run. We'll get to exercise later. That's a bigger picture. I think.
0: Well, for me, it's it's my cardio. I want to get my heart, I do want to get my heart rate up. Yeah. So I do want to sweat. I do want to have a different breathing yeah. because it makes me feel nice afterwards. But it's also nice when I do it. So when I was saying I took a question on a, on a run, yeah. there's something about the rhythm of running that gives me new ideas or... Mm. I can use the running for, it's really to clear my mind or to be with a question. Mm. Sometimes it's just to be with nature, actually, presence. Okay,
1: look, but you know, you've given four or five reasons for running. So one, it makes you feel good afterwards. There is certain hormones that are being released that you start to feel really when you stop running. Right, It feels good to have gone for a run. There's mm. very specific chemical reasons why it feels good. Second, you like the process of running. You enjoy running. You like the rhythm of running. You... Then third, you take a problem for a run and it helps you think about that. So it helps you perhaps think. It helps you solve stuff in your life. Fourth, you want to keep your, get your heart rate up. Now, there is something behind that, right? So there's something good or healthy.
0: I think what I really want, I probably wouldn't use that word, you might, I would probably say, I want to sweat.
1: Yeah, you want to sweat.
0: But it's the same thing. And why do you want to sweat? Yeah, why do I want to sweat? It must come back to it feels good.
1: It feels good. So it, it's, and, and this, you might not have really specifically said this, but it is healthy to run, right? Don't let anybody ever tell you anything otherwise. It is very, very healthy to run. Now, there are perhaps some runs for some people that are not completely healthy, but in the vast majority, for any running that's happening in the world, it is extremely healthy for us for many, many reasons. And number, number five, you like to be in nature. This is a way to be in nature.
0: I could say I like being outside because I also like going for a run in London, you yeah. know, being in a city and yeah. seeing the city. Well, that's another reason. <laughs> you know,
1: it's a fantastic way to see a city, it's a really good way to sightsee. Because you go slightly faster than walking so you can see a bit more, but you don't go as fast as cycling when you can't see it because you are going too fast to see things.
0: Who are we marketing running for right now? Are we I hope everybody (laughs) that listens to
1: this. So so there's so many good reasons why running is uh, beneficial to us. Mm. Uh, Then one that we haven't mentioned, but I said I went for a run with a friend. I don't do it very often there's a social aspect. I know I've got some friends who, you know, this is their main social connection. is around running club, club runs, Sunday morning, long run, Tuesday evening, interval training, you know. This or is
0: even just being connected on what do you call these connect, apps? Yeah. And you see other people running and you feel that you... Strava? Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So there is even a social media aspect to this and connection and uh, online connection around this and getting likes and it's called different but yeah yeah so there's a social aspect to running that's really important and for some people it's the most important probably reason for running is the social aspect and the running is their most important way of socializing during the week psychological health um running is great for mental health really great for mental health proven to be so yeah i am i get very excited about the benefits of running
0: can you say this is different from any other cardio? Uh,
1: no. Exercise. Well, there's some reasons why running is better than anything else. I would say, and that is that it's easier to organize. So we went cycling yesterday, but we had to rent bicycles, and we had, to, you know, it's it costs money. And so, in in a way, running, you need running shoes. That's it. And then, so it's easy to organize. There are some benefits to running i think that in terms of for example sightseeing it goes a little bit slower than cycling it's it's i think it's a little bit easier to run uphill than to cycle uphill unless you have (laughs) e-bikes so like we did
0: you're giving our secret away now
1: yeah exactly on strava i didn't say it was an e-bike oh no (laughs) so anyway no but i think there are some benefits to running that i probably that i am and i love running more than i love anything else in terms of if you look at all the different types of exercise we can do, I think running is my favorite. Um, And I know many people for who it is their favorite, but as you know, there's a lot of people that favor cycling. Men in Lycra.
0: Yeah. So why would you say this is an important or interesting topic for us here and now?
1: So if we can only get one person to pick up their running shoes tomorrow, I'd be happy. Right? So why? because we are about personal growth and this is an important part of you know being physically healthy is an important part of being growing as a human being I mean, it's not as deep as emotions or or some other consciousness or other stuff that we can talk about in terms of personal growth it's quite a fundamental level if you want to grow as a person there needs to be a body that that person uh, is with right and that body is quite helpful if that's healthy Continues to be healthy over many years to come. Plus, as you say, you know, it, it's a way to to uh, solve a problem. Take it, take an issue for a run. It's a great way uh, of solving a problem. It's great for relationships potentially. So, in that respect, I think it's very relationships is part of personal growth. So, and uh, and then the mental health aspects, I think, is also quite you uh, quite important to to realize that some people without running, they would be desperately unhappy.
0: But why do you fail? Okay, i still coming back to, isn't it just exercise as a whole? So running seems to be your one of your preferred way, ways of exercising. But if we talk about there's cardio, there's strength training, there's flexibility. Mm. I mean, there are various types of exercise, and you could say that's a very, very clear link to personal growth. So it starts with the body. Yeah. The body has a huge impact on the mind and the emotions and it's regulating hormones it's regulating all sorts of chemistry and processes going on metabolism and sort of well basically everything you sleep better you want healthier food which then leads to healthier and better thinking or learning and problem solving and creativity so so you could say a lot of it starts with exercise isn't that the reason But it doesn't have to be running honestly
1: absolutely not and so i believe that Runners and cyclists can become so obsessed with their one form of exercise that it can become unhealthy. An addiction. In, in, well, that too. So it becomes an addiction, and you can run too much, I think, or cycle too much. Although, you know, cycling is less unhealthy if you don't crash, it's less unhealthy than running, right? Running is, is in principle, can have a, quite a big impact on the ankles and the knees because of the, the, the impact. Um, but it, yeah. So it becomes an obsession. And and if we only do one form of exercise, then we are missing out on some extremely important health benefits of the other parts of exercise. So I could say roughly there's five types of exercise. We need to do all of this, right? And especially when we get older. So five you said types, five. Of I've five types of 5 types of
0: got four. So you tell me yours.
1: So one, cardio. Aerobic exercise so running at a pace where you can hold a conversation perhaps maybe you don't want to talk but you can talk or cycle at that pace two anaerobic cardio so sprints or two minutes uh, at a running two or three minutes at a pace that you can just about sustain at that level and then when you finish you are really dead right your heart rate goes to 90 percent or whatever of your maximum um cycling up a steep hill and by the end you know you just about get to the to the top of the hill and you really need to stop for a bit or you know you coast downhill and how nice is it to go downhill because your heart rate comes down a bit so that's number two so these are two same sports very different impact on the body number three flexibility i would say is absolutely essential especially if you do a lot of that first of you know running or cycling, we can you know we can become so cramped, and we need to work with that. So we need to do stretching, yoga, whatever to do some of that. Uh, and I this is the stuff that I always miss out on, and a lot of guys probably you know oh yeah I have to do my stretches. Now I'm much better now, and I think this year I have not been injured, and it's the first time because I do this so much better, this flexibility work because I have a yoga practice. Number four, stability also part of yoga so it's the same sport but it's a very different objective stability as in if we if we do some stability work we have a very uh, there is a much likelier chance that if we trip while we're running we're not falling on our face we, so we don't come injured because of falling and if we get to 70 or 80 falling becomes a major uh reason why people Stability, I
0: would also call in my for me balance
1: balance, yeah, stability or balance, yeah, exactly. And we talked about stability in one of our previous podcasts, but we didn't really get into this physical stability or balancing, so yeah, exactly. Balancing, stability, you can do some very specific exercises to make sure that you don't that the risk of falling becomes, um, and this becomes more important from a longevity point of view towards 80 or 90. But we should be working on that today. To ensure that we don't get to you know not being able to walk anymore without a roller when we're 80 right so it's preparing for that 30 years 40 years in advance and number five of course is strength training mm. resistance training we need to build muscle we need to maintain muscle and for people over 40 35 40 that means doing some resistance training and this is something that i have so many people hate the gym right that's like oh i hate the gym i don't want to be inside i want to be outside i have sort of started because i know how important this i start. i'm sort of brainwashing myself to enjoy the gym and i'm starting to really enjoy the gym i never love it of course not not like running or, or even cycling or even yoga all of that i prefer over the gym i would say but i go to the gym two three times a week and i train and i get stronger and i can measure also the impact of that and i think from a purely from a longevity point of view we become frail if we don't do this mm. so if if people over 40 but really over 50 especially if you're listening to this and you're not have some kind of strength training start now because y- yeah you know it's gonna make you much happier older person in 10 or 20 or 30 years time
0: so i was uh told many years ago without going into the details of, of science the way that I know you have, that strength training really helps you to keep your hormones in balance and hormones being so important for metabolism, for sleep, for emotional regulation, for your energy levels. Mm. So even if you go for runs or do yoga, it's, it's different. Maybe it's not as black and white. No, nothing ever is. No. What What does your reading tell you or tell me about that?
1: I'm not sure. Um, I know what you said earlier, there's a very strong connection between healthy exercise, healthy nutrition, and healthy sleep. And You could argue that those are the three sort of um, three pillars of health, right? Physical health. And, and yeah, so emotional and mental health, you would So to completely cut, if you look at the entire picture of health, then mental, emotional health is part of that too. But If you purely look at physical health, exercise, sleep, and nutrition are probably the three main pillars. And there's such a strong connection between these three. How that, you know, all the difficult, all all the different pathways in the body, how that works. Hormonal is part of it, but there are so many different pathways where we can can see the impact.
0: I think what we're saying, or what I'm hearing you say is that Somebody who would say, well, I always go, I I walk to and from work and I go to the gym once a week. It's basically saying, you know, we're close to enough.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I spoke to a client the other day and, you know, I always challenge him on this because he wants me to, you know, ask me about my exercise. And he said, well, you know, I'm playing tennis once a week now. Uh, It's really consistent with my tennis practice once a week. I said, that's great. I'm sure you're having a lot of fun. And have you now contacted your personal trainer because you were going to? He said, shit, no, I haven't done it yet, but so good you mention it? And please remind me tomorrow that I, because he does need something else too. Tennis is not enough. I mean, tennis is fun, sure, but you get a bit of cardio going. Probably only level, you know, the first one I talked about, not the high intensity stuff. It's not really strength training. It's Stability, yeah, maybe, but it's not very specific.
0: I very often hear this when people say, Yoga, no, it's not really my cup of tea. It's not the type of exercise. When I exercise, I want to sweat. As if it's either or. Yeah. What you're saying here is no, 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 no. It's That's not nice. either or. It's both. They come out of different budgets, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And what I'm hearing you say about tennis, excellent. There's some movement going. Moving is better than being still, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're probably having lots of fun. Wonderful. Probably social. Yeah, great. But it's not exercise the way that you need to exercise.
1: No, there's a few key parts missing. And, you know, people say, oh, you know, I walk. I walk a lot. Well, unless you are frail and very old, and that's the only thing you can do, walking is not enough. Walking is great. It's just not enough. Just like running, even if you're training for a marathon, even if you run a marathon every month, You know, the more you run, the more there needs to be a counter exercise around stability. You know, I have running friends who fall over all the time and I know exactly why that is. No stability training, no balancing. Um, Flexibility. People get injured. You know, if you don't want to get injured, you need to do your flexibility and your stability training.
0: Let me talk from the perspective of, of being one who really likes stability, flexibility coming from. In my case, yoga, what I see in the yoga room is lots of injuries. Lots of injuries, because there are certain muscle groups that don't get exercised in yoga. Mm. So a lot of flexibility, there is strength training in yoga for sure. You do build muscles, but not all muscle groups and some muscle groups need to more attention than you can get from yoga for sure. And you can also become over flexible if you don't practice consciously which is unhealthy and and,
1: i mean i i do workouts gym workouts without weights when i don't have a gym available so it's a non-gym gym gym workout if you like but there's something about working with weights that makes it so much more powerful so
0: i thought you had to work with weights to get some of the benefits from strength training but i don't know where i get that from
1: instead of a bench press you can do push-ups
0: but I thought there were still some things you couldn't really get of course,
1: to. Of course, of course. There are lots of things you can't get to without weights.
0: Oh, by the way, this is my weakest part. Yeah, I no, really...
1: And Exactly. And it actually was my weakest part until the beginning of this year. And I'm mm. so happy I've turned that around. Yeah. And that actually, and crucially, I enjoy it. I've got a fantastic personal trainer who sets me these wonderful challenges and he knows exactly how to, how to engage me and motivate me.
0: It's so funny you say that. I, I actually remember one of my first yoga classes going back now 15 years. I went with my sister and how frustrated I got because I think this instructor asked for the impossible. So right. it's like bad instructor. That's how I turned yeah. my frustration. Now, if I'm in the gym, because I've also started doing more strength training, I feel this frustration when I don't find the muscles that need to engage to lift a certain weight in a certain way. Yeah, It's just like, it's not possible. I can't do it. Yeah. And then I feel almost out of anger. Yeah. Frustration at least.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean, there's, but I, uh, I like the challenge. So, so he said, for example, uh, and he doesn't say, he's not hard on me. He's not, by this date, you need to be able to do this. No, he's like, I think this would be a good goal for you to work towards. 10 pull-ups. 10 perfect pull-ups. It's very different from a pull-up. A perfect pull-up. And he tells me what a perfect pull-up is. I have been stuck on six. For The last three months, so now he has taught me a way to train that in a different way. So I think that's really fun now, right? I want to get to 10. I didn't, it might take another year before I get to 10, but I can do 10 perfect pull ups at some point, and that's the goal. Another example, you know what a muscle up is? No, you probably don't. You see, you have rings like mm-hmm. uh, uh, acro- acrobat yeah. rings, yeah, and then you you hang. You come them. to straight arms. No, you no. hang by them, you pull yourself up, yeah, then you turn it around, and then you push yourself. Oh, okay, up. No, I understand that's what that's called a muscle up. You can do it with a bar as well, but I do it with the rings. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Yeah, I yeah. don't, I can't see how I would ever be able to do that. But yeah. the goal is that I can do one muscle up. Mm-hmm. So I've got these five exercises I need to do to be able to train those very specific muscles to be able to do that. I think that's fun.
0: So if you're like me, and this is a must rather than something I'm longing for. Now, how do you make this fun?
1: Find a really good personal trainer, but that would be different. You might not like my personal trainer, but you find a personal trainer that helps you, motivates you, coaches you. I think that's very useful. I like to see progress. So I I I have an app that, you know, so I when I started my RDLs, Romanian deadlifts, I could do about 40 and now I can do 90. That's just so motivational to be able to do that that you know quite high level of weight um, and it's not one that's about six or so. So that's really cool. I like that. Uh, so that motivates me, but I I think somebody that can support you with this is probably the key. For me, that made a huge difference. So one, he sets me these challenges and two, he teaches me the perfect technique. And I am, I said to him the first time we met, number one objective, not get injured. He said, okay, I like that. Because why am I doing all this? So that I can, when I'm 90, I can pick up a child from the floor. Okay, if you want to pick up a child from the floor, when you're 90, you need to be able to pick up, a, Something a, do heavier. a deadlift, basically, mm. pick up 80 kilos yeah. from the floor now.
0: But, but, you know, I don't really get excited about what you're telling me now, get a personal trainer and start measuring as see progress. I'm thinking now more, how do you stack habits? So things that I enjoy, Or how do you reward? You know, again, back mm. to Atomic Habits. If I'm doing something that I find extremely boring, what can I do then that I have find extremely exciting? To, to reward yourself. To reward myself. Mm,
1: exactly. You can do that.
0: So to really think through, and maybe this is where, actually, Maybe a personal trainer will come in here or a coach. So how do you design that a personal practice that makes you do it? Because the biggest mistake here is that you have the intention, but you don't do it.
1: Yeah. So During, anything
0: is better than nothing.
1: Yeah, exactly. During the pandemic at one point, yeah, I had this indoor bike and I didn't get super excited about it. And then I said to myself, okay, so I, put a, I had a table in front of the indoor bike and on it was my iPad. And I was watching television, like a series and I I basically said I can watch I can I can watch more than one but to watch the first one I need to while watching it I need to cycle so there's a 45 minute episode mm. of something first I watch that and then I can watch another couple of episodes because that's the reward afterwards too but without the cycling no television Worked perfectly so find find the trigger right whatever that might be mm. food so you allow yourself this you know the Typical. I told you yesterday, but cyclists. There's this real thing with cyclists and cake. So you only eat cake if you've done your if you've done your couple of hours on the bike. You are allowed cake only if you cycle. Wow. Perfect. That's right? so funny. Perfect.
0: I think so the best experience I have that I've stopped now um, because my lifestyle changed a bit uh, my living situation changed a bit. But it was uh, Saturday mornings, nine o'clock. You remember this? I told you this, didn't I? I took the cars, I went outside of the city to go to outdoor exercise with a group of women. So this was women only actually, and my sister, but, and that's good in itself. But the real treat here was that afterwards I had breakfast with my, her, her two sons. So I got to see them as well. Mm. And that's really what made the difference. Cause I noticed when she was away, yeah, that's boring, but I didn't get to see them. And then I was like, no, I'm not taking the car. I'm not driving out there just to do exercise. Yeah. If I'm not seeing them,
1: yeah. So I think what part of the motivation is also to be very clear on the, on the why you're doing it. Mm. So that, I think yes, we can design in lots of James Cl- James Clear tricks and you know behavioral habits type stuff to you know stack habits and all that kind of, that kind of stuff. But those are all tricks. The real is why do you exercise? And we talked about quite a few reasons. For me, I mean, I love running. That's not an issue. But all the other stuff that I do primarily because I want to be a healthy and happy 80 year old. That's the real reason I do all this stuff. So that's so ingrained in my system now, in my identity that you know it's just something that I really prioritize. Even if it's raining and I have to I have to you know walk to the through the rain to the gym, I prioritize going to the gym because that's why is so clear for me It's part of my identity.
0: Who is your biggest source of inspiration, biggest source of inspiration when it comes to this field?
1: Bidjartiya, Bidjartiya.